Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello everyone and welcome to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. My name is Simon Miller. This is a pro wrestling podcast and it could be Saturday when you listen to this. Maybe it's Sunday. I don't know. The weeks get away from me and I do my very best to stay on track. But the most important thing is that you're hearing my voice and uh, you know, you're know you here. You're here for a lovely little journey. Now we are going to answer a bunch of questions that people have asked over the last week or so. And I'm also very, very uh, sort of proud and happy to announce that we also have another Patreon member on this week. And it is my man Emil. Emil, how are you getting on today? I'm doing good, doing well. And you're, you. <laughs> you're in Denmark right now, right? Yeah, sure, yes. That's, yes. Ama- that's amazing. That blows my brain. <laughs> I, well, well when I, when I, that's true. When I do the podcast, I don't, I don't really think about the listenership. And then when some guy goes, hey, man, I listen for Denmark, I'm like, that's incredible. What a, what a small world we live in these days. Yeah, it is. <laughs> how, how it's is... Easy to, uh, it's, it's easy to uh, see the world as... Very small these days. Absolutely. What, what's the? Uh, I don't know if you know the answer to this. What's the pro wrestling scene like in 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 Denmark? I'm guessing you get Raw and SmackDown and all of that. But do you have an indie scene or anything like that? I really don't know. Um, like I actually don't know about Raw and SmackDown because um, even that I find it hard to find out how to watch it actually in Denmark. Really. Yes, I, I think it must be on TV somewhere, but I, I can't seem to find out where, actually. So how do you, how and, do, how do you uh, keep I, up to date? Um, I, I listen to podcasts or watch the, um, the Ron Smackdown 90 Minutes cuts on YouTube. I see. They do. You see, so while a load of people get mad at those YouTube cuts, without them, you'd be, you'd be well and truly screwed, so you need them. I would, even if it wasn't TV. I don't think I'd pay for the the TV package. So, you know, it's nice to have them. That's amazing. What about is there an indie scene or anything like that? Do you have local promotions? Uh, I know that there is a local promotion, but the, the last time I, when I realized they were they that they existed, uh, it was just after they had a show, and they don't seem to have shows that often. So, I, and they travel around the country, and that's. The only thing I know, I know, but where I live, there's uh, probably the most famous Danish wrestler inside of Denmark. Uh, he, I don't think he's known anywhere outside of Denmark, but he's called <laughs> Espion Ries. <laughs> no, I don't and think I know him. He's known, for be- he's known for being a wrestler, but I don't know how many people has actually seen him wrestle. But Have you seen him wrestle? Nope. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, just know, I just know he was a wrestler and he had a wrestling school. Oh, okay. Uh, Quite near where I lived. So. Oh, no, you don't, you don't want to go. You don't want to train to be a wrestler. Uh, no, I, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I like to watch it, but that's that's about it. Amazing. How long have you been watching, man? Um, actually, I haven't been for that long. My first uh, pay per view was uh, Royal Rumble 2017. Oh, uh, so you're like a year in. This is amazing. So yes. what? So what? <laughs> it is though. I, I love all these stories. So what? Why? I mean, what happened? What's the story? Because pro wrestling obviously is nuts. What made you go right? I'm yeah. watching this now. <laughs> okay, so like uh, I, I knew about wrestling before because I uh, am also American wrestling because I played SmackDown versus Raw 2009 or something. Yeah. I was uh, very little, and um, 
I know knew like some basic stuff from that, and then it just kind of slipped my mind. And then I found, then I actually just found what culture on uh, on YouTube, and Hell yeah, became wrestling through that actually. Amazing. So, well, that that makes me happy. And now here you are on the podcast. What that is, what a yes. lovely journey that is. See, look, wrestling bringing people together. I love it. I love it. Um, that's cool. So I, I, this would be a loaded question, really. I don't know how you answer it. So if I said to you, who would be your favorite wrestler of all time? What on earth would you even say? Who is your favorite wrestler? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's a hard one, but I'd probably say The Undertaker. But that's probably more from the game, actually, more than it's from anything yeah, but I guess, to do with But then I guess you've gone and watched a load of his matches and got into it and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I like his. Uh, I like the presentation of him, and uh, then he's survived like a cartoon character into yeah. a world where everything has to be real. I think that's that's quite quite interesting and, and really cool. Oh yeah, man! I love it. This, this is great. Well, this is really cool because we are going to answer the questions that people have been asking on the Facebook group. That's Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. You just search for that in Facebook, and you're going to have a really unique take on these. So I'm quite excited to do this. And also, if you want to come on and answer some questions with me, or just have a chat about wrestling, you just head over to patreoncom forward slash Simon Miller 316, and you can do that. Uh, you know, th- this is all supported by people like uh, Emil here. Uh, so you know, I like to give back where I can. So if you want to come on, it'd be my pleasure to talk to you. So we've got about 30 questions, Emil. So we're going to smash most of them so this will be fun um and like i say you be as honest as you want if you want to call someone a jackass you call them a jackass but the first okay (laughs) the first question is from my man preston kersey good old man preston if you could have a triple threat match hang on if you could have a triple threat match with your no wait if you could have a triple threat match yourself which wwe wrestler and british and british indie wrestler would you want as your opponents now do you know any british wrestlers i guess you may not not, not really. No, honestly, no. no not. Okay, well, you, you can. S- sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. You, you can pick two from the WWE roster. I mean, if I was going to do a triple threat match, I would want to go against. Uh, well, I guess Triple H was going to be WWE wrestler for star power, and then guess British indie wrestler. You want to need a big guy. Who could I pick? Uh, maybe someone like Rampage Brown. I think we're quite good. Rampage Brown versus Triple H versus me. I think, I'd, and then we could just kick the crap out of each other. I think that'd be quite fun. How about you, Emil? You just pick two WWE wrestlers, yourself and two other okay. WWE wrestlers in a triple threat okay. match. Oh, who should I pick? Um, I think Braun Strowman for one. Nice, because he's just uh, it's a way to make the match short, I guess. <laughs> no, <laughs> also because I, um, you know he's just amazing, you know his strength and all of that. And who else should I pick? Oh, uh, that's that's a hard question, actually. Um, I think someone like uh, like uh, Nakamura, uh, because like he's uh, because the um, I think like uh, the the difference between him and Strowman would be really interesting in a match. And I don't know how, how much how much about what I would do, but uh, <laughs> that's I, th- I think that difference is is good, and then I can just kind of do whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, dude. It's interesting. It's interesting on paper, and that's all that matters. Uh, Chris England, with the, with the success of the mixed tag matches that have been going on, do you think they will introduce a mixed tag team title? Well, I hope they don't, because my problem with WWE titles at the moment is they, just, they, don't, feel, they don't feel important enough. Uh, as it is, like, not even the world titles feel important. So I w- I'd rather they would do is I'd rather they focus on the titles they do have and start to rehab them as opposed to 
introduce more. Also, I don't think I'd ever care about a mixed mate, a mixed uh, tag t- team title. I just don't think there's no teams. I'm not sure I'd want to see that each and every week. I think it would wear me out after a while. Uh, Emil, what do you think? Uh, I quite agree, actually, because I think there are just too many titles on WWE already. Almost yeah. like it's uh, uh, you. It's hard to care about all the titles already because there are just so many, and you can't give enough time to each title. And so, a new title would be hard to, uh, especially if they're going to do one on Raw and one on SmackDown. It's going to be oh, that's not going to work. I don't think so. Well, that's that's the other problem, isn't it? I, I just don't think we've got a big enough roster. And I think that's the other. I think if you're going to have a mixed, you'd need to start shifting divisions around. And I just think you take people away from other belts that actually need some credibility too. So. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I also, I don't think the Facebook thing has gone as well as they'd hoped. I think that's right. I may be wrong. So, yeah, that, that may be an issue as well. Tom Burns. Uh, uh, what is the atmosphere like at what culture with the multitude of people leaving? Uh, well, you can answer that one if you want, Emil. It's fine. It's great. I, I, I mean, the, 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 I think what a lot of people forget is that what culture and day is just a, it's a business, right? It's, it's a job. And like all jobs, people come and people go. That's just that's just the nature of the of the business, quite literally. So it's great. I love being there. I think everyone else there love being there. I'm, you know, I feel like I'm blessed to uh, to do what I do. So it's good. The atmosphere. Well, I think the atmosphere is great. That's what I think, anyway. Uh, ben Hersick, how many matches will be at NXT Takeover New Orleans and WrestleMania? It's a very specific. <laughs> it's a very specific <laughs> question. Uh, well, I, I know at the moment there's a rumored 14 matches on wrestlemania i know that's true and i will look up nxt takeover now i mean i, I, I don't i don't top of my head i can't think i mean on that note do you think 14 matches is too much emil or do you think that's about right i think it's it's a lot but i guess for like the biggest show of the year you have to go all out mm. so you have to for everyone coming in who who are basically only come in for wrestlemania to kind of keep them in you need to show what you got from everywhere and yeah. I don't I think when people go into WrestleMania they go into it with the thing with the thought that it's going to be a long night so I have no problems with the number of matches really I actually I think I say this and I probably regret it but I actually think given how long it's going to go I think I prefer lots of different matches as opposed to sort of fewer matches that go longer I don't think that's WWE style I think they work better when there's variety involved so yeah at the moment there's only four matches for NXT I imagine a couple more. I would imagine you get six. You get the, t- you get the tag team match. Yeah, I'd say six on NXT. And yeah, you're probably going to get about 14, maybe 15 on WrestleMania. But hey, that's just, uh, that's just what happens. Richard Ingman. Do you think we will ever see Ken Shamrock inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame? Now, Emil, do you know who Ken Shamrock is? <laughs> I have a vague idea of who he is. He, is, he was, uh, if, uh, just stop me if I'm wrong, but he was an MMA guy, right? Who that's came right. into WWE at some point. Yeah, I can't right. remember and the year or anything. It was, late, it was the late, late 90s, and he was very good. I think kind of one of the things that's oh. been... Yeah, it's true. One Late nineties. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. The, the the highlight of all wrestling. But um, yeah, I was hardly born then. So <laughs> God, r- ruin my life, Emil. When were you born? If you don't mind me, if you, you don't have to answer. Uh, Ninety-seven. Yeah, kill me. Uh, <laughs> that's ridiculous. I'm so old. Um, life will kill me soon anyway. But yeah, he came in the in the late nineties, and he was 
he was far better than a lot of people remember. It's because they botched his push and they turned him heel when they shouldn't have turned him heel. And he was actually he was actually really decent. I think one day we will see him go in. I mean, the Hall of Fame is whatever you want it to be. I don't think it needs to have any credence at this stage. Um, I think if you want to put people in there, why do I care? I've got other things to worry about. But I think genuinely Ken Shamrock, Wally, it depends what, in, in terms of the WWE Hall of Fame, I think he's more than earned his place because, yeah, he made an impact. He was good. At one point, he really could have been world champion if they had kept going on the same path. And he had some good matches. And I always look back on him fondly. So I hope so. I know that he wants another run with WWE. I don't think that will ever happen. But I do think we will, um, yeah, I, I think we'll see him in the Hall of Fame one day. And I'd be all right with that. Um, I mean, Emil, you, you can answer that question if you want, but I guess you'd be like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Actually, I, I'll ask you a question instead. So you were born in 97 when literally the Attitude Era was starting. So what is your take on the Attitude Era? What do you know about it? What do you think about it? Like, how, um, what, how, how has I it penetrated know. your life? Um, you always hear about it as that kind of golden age kind of in WWE. Yeah. You know, and maybe wrestling in general as well. Um, uh, I just know that it was, you know, it seemed to be a lot of focus on on hard hitting stuff and uh, going all out on not hardcore, but not giving a shit, basically, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, yeah. If you were going to say one thing to sum up, not giving a shit would be up there. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. <laughs> um, I don't, it, but I've also heard that it, the matches weren't maybe that good for some from some people that they were maybe over they may be overhyped today for nostalgia regions i don't know yeah i agree i think that i think the main event was awesome constantly but the undercard was lacking to say the least would be my uh yeah. i, ca- I can't my i can't say to know that much uh, firsthand but uh no i love it man you're you're, you're living my dream uh, but one, <laughs> but also one day somebody else will be living your dream but that's another uh, another thing another time. Uh, Charlie Crowley says, "Can you fingerprint a sausage?" I have no idea what that means, so I'm, I'm just gonna. I just, yes, you can. I guess I don't know. Uh, my man Adam Pearson, good dude all round. Hasn't Randy Orton won the U.S. Championship before? He beat Chris Benoit and gave it to Booker T in 2006. Booker said he owed Orton a favor, but nothing came of it unless Booker is in charge of the wellness policy. That is. I don't remember that at all, to be honest. And I know you don't, Emil. <laughs> in 2016, I, I heard I heard about it recently. I think from a cultaholic video video or something, and uh, it just sounds weird. But I mean, I it think sounds like it, you can't say if he won it or he if he won it for someone else. Did he win it? Did he technically hold it? I don't know. But also, WWE loves their own revisionist history. Because obviously, in this year's yeah, Royal Rumble, which I believed, Michael Cole said it's Jinder Mahal's first battle, uh, first Royal Rumble. I was like, okay, brilliant. I'll say that in my video. And that was my that was me being stupid. I, I usually check facts. I didn't check that one. And he's been in one already. So WWE does enjoy just making it up as they go yeah. along. So, although I, I do like, I mean, I don't necessarily like the matches, but I did enjoy what Randy Orton did on SmackDown. Uh, when he said, you know, I don't care about that stupid SmackDown list. I care about this list that I'm now on. And that's the fact that I'm now a Grand Slam champion. I thought it was very good. I enjoyed that immensely. I thought it was a good Definitely. promo. The list thing was weird. What was that? Was just... At one point, I thought it was yeah. going to be a weekly thing. And then he just got rid of it. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. What, what's, what's your general opinion on the WWE product at the moment as someone that's still quite new into it? Um, it's definitely better than it was this time last year. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I think it's just for the short time I've been watching, it's just become steadily better. Yeah, I think that's fair. Steadily. Uh, so that's, 
and it's I think it's quite good right now. I think there are some. I think the the way they've done John Cena right now has actually been quite good. Yeah, I like it. Up, to, up until WrestleMania, and I'm really surprised by that because um, I didn't like John Cena that much until now. But I really actually uh, I've liked this this storyline. Yeah, I think when John Cena's motivated and passionate, he cuts such a good promo. You can't really help but buy into what he's doing. I like him a lot. I, I've always been a fan of Cena. Um, I just, yeah, I just, I think he's pretty consistent. I mean, there's a few blips, obviously, we could talk about, but yeah, I think he's been pretty consistent. I don't think there's anything wrong, uh, anything wrong with that. Uh, where are we? Naden Verbanov. Do you like the idea of the Universal Championship to be a no rematch title? If you lose, you must come from the bottom. Finn didn't get his rematch. Goldberg didn't. I believe Owen had no rematch. I think you're right, Naden. I mean, the problem with um. Uh, what do you call it? The problem with uh, the, uh, the rematch, rematch clause. Yeah, the, re- the rematch clause is only there for storyline reasons. That's it. That's the only reason it exists. It's just a way to prolong feuds when they can't come up with a better story idea about what else they want to do. That is the main reason. Uh, that's the main reason why it's there. So I don't think they ever would get rid of it just because that then negates them doing that but I mean, what do you think about that Emil having a title where there is no rematch clause basically to tie in to you know the three champions that haven't been able to, to win it back um, I think I don't think the rematch clause makes that much logical sense to begin with really because why, when you've lost the championship surely then you've lost it and you have to if you want to get it again you have to fight back and i think that makes sense but i can see why you would have it for storyline reasons definitely that is literally the only reason they do it yeah yeah but 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 it it sounds a bit weird like logically if it had been a a real sport i don't don't think that that would be there necessarily no it's it's totally right like I, i i can't remember when it first came in I don't know whether it was an NWA thing or a WWE thing, but absolutely, the only, the only reason it exists uh, is because, um, yeah, that's it, because it's just a way to prolong feuds when you can't come up with a, with a story. So, I mean, they could do it, but they'd have to come up with a story for it first and then, and then build that in. I think that would be the, uh, uh, the, the important way to do it. But you are right. I mean, I think, I, mean, the, I don't believe Kevin Owens did have a rematch for his Universal title because he went straight into his feud with Jericho. So, yeah, I mean, you, I, I, think, I think what would happen with that is somebody backstage would come up with that. They'd go, oh, wait, we've never done this. And then that would then, it, and then they'd have it for six months and then probably forget about it. And all of a sudden, somebody would get a rematch. You'd be like, oh, right, okay, whatever. Um, so, yeah, that, that, would be my, uh, that would be my interpretation of it. Uh, and Pearson, again, you get two, Adam, because I like you. Ronda Rousey's Samoan drop might have been the worst drop that WWE hasn't had to edit out off the network. Please reassure me, Simon, that this isn't her new finisher. I didn't, I didn't think it was that bad. I don't, look, we'll, we'll go straight to you after this, Emil. I didn't think, what well, I think Ronda Rousey so far has been okay. Emil, your thoughts? Um, I, I, I think she's been, I think actually she's been really, really good. Because yeah. I didn't care about her at all before she came in. And then after Elimination Chamber, was it? Where she... Was that what she came in first? Uh, yes, she uh, came in at the end. Yeah, after. yeah, she did. Yes, you're right. Yeah, uh, Royal Rumble. That, sorry, I... no, Royal Rumble. Sorry, Royal Rumble. She came in. Oh yeah, Royal Rumble. She came yeah. in, but then at Elimination Chamber they had the oh, the, the signing. The yeah, signing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, before that, I didn't care about her at all because I I had never heard about her before. WWE had something to do with her, and um, but now I, I do 
definitely think she's she's doing well. Uh, the story is to me very has become interesting. I think it's uh, I think they've done well with that one uh, and hyped it quite nicely. I do. I mean, I know she's not doing much for TV ratings at the moment, but she will. I imagine she's doing a lot for awareness. And awareness is it's more it's weird. It's one of those things that you don't really see the impact of until it goes along. So I have to see what she does at WrestleMania and coming out of WrestleMania. But I will say that I think having Ronda Rousey on board is a hundred percent better than not having Ronda Rousey on board. That would be yeah. My, she's she's quite well known in in the states, right? Oh, huge. What, what's her? For... Yeah. What's what's her sort of uh, fame in Denmark like? Like yeah. Like any uh, MMA fighter that isn't Conor McGregor, virtually unknown. It's well, MMA he, and wrestling just isn't big over here at well, all. He, he, even Ronda Rousey, because obviously Ronda Rousey got huge in America and everywhere else. Yeah, I've I've asked a few people around here where they knew her, and most I've, I've not heard anyone say they actually knew her. Wow, see, that's people I, no. I'm, I'm guessing uh, I'm guessing the national sport is still football, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you in the World Cup? Uh, I can't remember. Did you get it to the World Cup or not? I we are. Know. We got. We got through. We uh, we beat Ireland in the playoffs. That's sport. right. That's uh, right. I remember. Yeah. I remember. Um, but uh, the first for uh, just to, for WWE's um, fame over here, they had their first uh, ever house show in Denmark last year. All right. Did you go? Uh, no, it was in Copenhagen, which is uh, I. I didn't really have the funds to go and stuff, but uh, I would have gone if I were closer. Whereabouts are you based in Denmark? Uh, in Aalborg, in northern Jutland. How far is that away from Copenhagen? Uh, I think at the drive it's about four hours, maybe. Oh, right. Okay, so you're miles away, right? Yeah, that's a long way. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like 20 minutes or something. No, that, yeah, that's, that's, that's a long way. <laughs> Oh dear! I've never been to Denmark. I'd like to come to Denmark. If they ever come to Denmark, Emil, I'll let you know. Um, Peter Pritchard, if you had to start a wrestling promotion with five WWE wrestlers, who would you choose? Oh boy, uh, this is why I should read these questions beforehand. Well, if we're going with WWE wrestlers, I would take Triple H because again, he's a proper star. Whether you like him or not, he's a proper star. I would take Braun Strowman. I would take AJ Styles. I would. Probably take Shinsuke Nakamura, because not only is he good, but he's got worldwide appeal too. And then finally, I would take Rusev, because he's the best person in the world. So there's my five. Emil, the, 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 the call uh, is yours. Yeah, um, I think... I don't know, I have an idea. To, I, I would I'd definitely take John Cena, not because he's... Uh, you know, he's not that well like maybe, but he does have the, the star appeal, just as you did, had with Triple H. Yeah. And um, I think I'd take I'd also take uh, Shinsuke like you did um, because I just I really like what like watching him wrestle. That's my only reason. And um, I definitely take take Rusev as well. Um, without sounding like I'm just copying your list, but <laughs> it's because it's, but, uh, it's because my list was amazing. That's why I had an amazing list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why. That's that's. Uh, um, because he's just, he's a brilliant character, uh, right I, now at least. <laughs> I, th- I think you can give him anything as well and he'll make it succeed. Yeah. I think that's why he's so important. He can literally yeah, take shit and make it work. And he seems like a guy who just, uh, enjoys wrestling for the, for the fun of it. And, you know, that such a guy can probably make anything work, as yeah, you say. I totally agree. Uh, and, um, 
I think I'll take Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens was swell, maybe only just because of his mic work, on almost, um, and because he can play both. Uh, I think he can. Pl- he plays a heel very well, but I think he could be a babyface. So if we need another babyface, we just turn him. Um, like, look at this! You're booking the territory. Well, I like it. <laughs> and uh, lastly, who would I take? Um, Braun Strowman, just because he. Yeah. He destroys stuff. That's always fun. And, and he does have, I know this used to be Vincent Mann's thing. He liked wrestlers that when they walked through the airport, people would stare at them because it's a great way to build up sort of advertising. And I think that there is something to that. Like if you see Braun Strowman walking at you like, who the hell is that guy? And you're probably going to look him up. So um, yeah, but, I, I just think that's a really smart thing. So, but to be sure, all of your promotion should not be just be tall guys. <laughs> no, I mean, that, 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 that was the problem. They went too far the other way. You, uh-huh. You've got to have variety. But I do think there's something to that. I know if I saw a massive guy, but holy shit, who's that guy? Uh, Hunter James, have you been able to think of a finisher for yourself yet? I have. As we mentioned before, I'm not going to talk about it just yet. All I'm going to say is this. Watch this space. That's all I'm going to say. Maybe things are in the works. Who knows? Who knows, Emil? Who knows? Uh, <laughs> Francisco Uribe, great name. Do you think it would be nice to do number one contender matches at WrestleMania so we already know who's next in line? Well, this is this long argument about how WWE should start handling sort of, uh, you know, yeah, who, who like, like, like UFC. If you follow UFC, you kind of know who is uh, in line for a title shot and who's not. And the question is always, what can we... Uh, yeah, how, how can we transition that to wrestling? So I, 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 I think the problem with having a number one contender match at Mania is you're kind of copying, copying's the wrong word, but you're, also, you're kind of taking away from what the Royal Rumble is. And I think it's important not to do that. So maybe not necessarily at WrestleMania, but maybe at Backlash, I think sort of, you know, a month out uh, and whatever, obviously then usually you get some fallout from Mania. Yeah, I think there, but not necessarily at Mania. Also, I think it's just, there's too much happening at Mania to make it feel important. Emil? Uh, yeah, I don't think at Mania. I think Mania should be for the should be for the titles, and then if you want to do stuff afterwards, like you can do that. And I think you'd have to make the matches like I don't really know how it would work because it worked for the Royal Rumble because it's a special match. If it were just um, singles matches, for it, I don't know how it would work. How well it. I, well, you know, if you just put two, because even if you just put two people together and say, now you fight for the number one contendership, it still feels uh, arbitrary for some in some way. No, I agree. And I, I think the other problem is, well, I think what we're trying to replicate here is the money in the bank thing, which was really good. Um, but obviously, that's got its own, that's what, it's got its own, uh, its own. That's its got its own, own gimmick you know? to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, I, I do think something like that would be good on WrestleMania, but I think it should be, it's so hard these days because, yeah, you, you don't want to cramp on money in the bank style. And, yeah, so I think maybe WrestleMania is just not the place to do it these days. Simply because of what it's become. It's become very difficult and, and, and sort of hard to make anything work on WrestleMania because it's just too big and there's too many focuses. Uh, where am I next? Uh, Stephen Peter King, how's your training going? My training is going very well. Uh, I haven't been in a couple of weeks uh, because I have to go away, as people on the Patreon know. But I will be going this weekend. Uh, and again, it's very important that I keep my training up at this time. That's all I'm going to say. Um, we don't need to do that one because it's already been answered. Nick Palmer, who would you move in the draft after WrestleMania? You can start this one, Emil, if you want. 
You can move, let's say you can move, you can move Ooh. two people from Raw. You can switch four people. So two people go to Raw, two people go to SmackDown. Who do you switch around? Uh, I um, I switch is if I choose a tag team, is that two people or no, that's that one. That's one. one. That's one. Yeah, yeah that's, that's one. one. So I, I definitely switch some tag team from SmackDown to Raw because Raw's tag team division is just <laughs> terrible. You could it's say terrible. Terrible. Uh, it's it's not it's it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I think switch a tag team from SmackDown, and I think I'd say either maybe the Bludgeon Brothers, um, but maybe that would be because they're. No, actually, I think we would take either the New Day or the Usos because the New Day and the Usos have been fighting so much that it's even though they're the matches are good, we've kind of seen it already. So move one of them over, uh, and then I think take the revival the other way, uh, it basically to revive them really uh, to try and give them a space in the in SmackDown's division now that they haven't gotten anything on Raw. Um, and some other people. Um, I would. Move. I I would definitely move AJ Styles to Raw. I think. I think. You I, would? Yeah, I think. I, I think AJ Styles. Yeah, I think, well, it depends on when the draft is. But I think you can have sort of a, a an elongated program with Nakamura. But I think once that program is over, AJ Styles is going to start running out of opponents just because he's been on SmackDown for so oh, long. Oh yeah. So I would move AJ to Smack uh, to Raw, and I'd move Rollins to uh to smackdown just because i think they're very similar wrestlers but just you know just by the very nature of them being different people it's going to make it feel more interesting i'm basically just going to second that because i agree actually that's yeah. uh, that makes a lot of sense and the other people i would move is uh who is feeling who is boring basically uh, i would like to move the miz but that's ridiculous because they just moved him all the time so maybe <laughs> you could move I mean, potentially Rusev, but he'd probably get, he'd probably get even treated even worse on Raw. So maybe I would move. I'm just going through the card in my head. Maybe Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn. I think it'd probably be good to split them up. Maybe move Kevin Owens over to Raw, which means you could put somebody um, maybe like the Miz back on SmackDown. Um, I just think small, just just to just to shake things up and uh, you know make things feel yeah. a bit fresh again. I think I think that is important. Uh, Definitely. Charlie Esparza, what are drop sets help? I think you mean a drop in the gym. That's when, that's when if you're doing, let's so say you're, you're bench pressing 40 kilograms. As soon as you finish, you just take off sort of 10 kilograms and finish off by doing each side 20 kilograms. So you're literally dropping the set. And the wrestling question is, should, Shinsu, uh, should Nakamura and AJ go on last at Mania if the deal with Brock isn't secured before Mania? Now, look, I'm sure we all want AJ Styles versus Nakamura to go on last at WrestleMania. But I could also say with almost 100% certainty, it is not going on at WrestleMania <laughs> when you're trying to go against not only Ro uh, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, but you also have Triple H and all that kind of stuff. So it's just not going to happen regardless. And I think you'd probably agree. Oh, right? <laughs> uh, I, I can't see it happening. No, but I think, I think maybe it should. I think maybe it should, but it's not going to happen. It's not. I, I don't see it happening. At I, all. I think it should in the sense it will probably be the best match of the night. But they just don't—they just don't see things that way. They—they see—they're a star power-led company, so they're either going to put their golden yeah. boy on there, that's Roman Reigns, or Ronda Rousey, who's also you know teaming with Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Um, I, I think Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar will finish. I think they want that visual of Roman Reigns holding the title aloft again. You know, they're dead set on trying to make that work. And I—I honestly, 
It wouldn't surprise me. I mean this. I'm not trying to piss anybody off. If Nakamura Styles was the first match of the night. I genuinely think that could be a thing. But it would be a strong opening match, though. It would be great, and, right? And it's like Shane. The, the, it's, I think I think people are, are too hard on being the first match. The first match doesn't have to be something that people don't want to watch. I don't For me, if, that, I, that, if, if I was on WrestleMania, I'd, I'd want to be in the first match or the last match. Because if you're in the first match, Definitely. you know you're getting your hot crowd and people are excited. And obviously, in the last match, you're in the main event, which means you're doing very well. I wouldn't want to be thrown in the middle. I want to be first or last. Yes, definitely. Uh, Jose Martinez, how do you think Braun Strowman? How long do you think Braun Strowman has until he becomes another guy used to people used to like, but the booking ruined, like Dolph Ziggler and Bray Wyatt? Here's the thing: Braun Strowman is so big that company will protect him until the cows come home. So I don't think it's going to happen. I think he's going to have an awesome 2018. I think he's going to win the title in 2019. And I think he's going to be one of their biggest people for ages. And he's going to be protected like John Cena and all that lot. And therefore, he'll always be super over. That's my thoughts on it. Emil? Yeah. It's hard to say, but uh, I think that uh, it will... He seems like a guy that the company wants to protect, definitely. And then I agree with you mostly on this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I just, it'll never be like Dolph Ziggler or Bray Wyatt. Oh, Bray. What no, your, I don't think so. What's your opinions on Bray Wyatt, Emil? Talk to me about Bray Wyatt. Because obviously you're relatively new. So you, didn't, you, you may not have seen him when he was good. I saw him at WrestleMania last year. That was when he had the match with Randy Orton, right? Awful. Awful. Oh, that was, I think Wrestling Observer named it the worst match of the yeah, year or something. They like. did. <laughs> and they're right. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It wasn't good. But um, I seem to have a, have a memory of him, have some kind of memory of him being good. But I don't know if that's just because the time where I just watched What Culture and I've heard mention of him being good or if I actually saw him. But uh, I, I see why the gimmick could definitely be good if it's booked the right way, but it's just over dramatic now and it's just I hate you don't it. I don't know it's, it's you can't you can't under, you know there's a there's a fine line there. You know, I think it's kind of where the Undertaker has gone and like, yeah, he's a dead man, but it's not it's not over overly focused on that he's a dead man. But Bray Wyatt it just focused too much on the overnatural stuff. I agree. I completely agree, and and I think I think the character is dead now. I think I don't think there's any respite for it. I think unless we do something hugely different, Bray Wyatt is a, is a lost cause. Gareth Jones with Australia and Saudi Arabia both getting massive live events that may well be aired on the network. Do you think the UK will get such a show, or even a UK pay per view for that matter? I don't think they will, and the reason I don't think that is because the reason that WWE are keen to hit up to places like Australia and Saudi. Arabia are because they have huge financial implications to that uh, and basically WWE throws the UK in with the US that is true so they don't necessarily see the benefit of having a UK pay-per-view even with the network they worry about the time differences whereas they'll do that with Australia and Saudi Arabia because they think there's more money to sort of grow and make in those markets and again Emil given that you're on the line that's also the reason you probably struggle to find it on TV because I would assume WWE just doesn't assume that Denmark is a big wrestling town Oh, and they would be right. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, um, it's, yeah, it's, 
there there would be no reason for them to hold a pay per view here. They like they can they can fill. I think they would maybe fill an arena. That's I think think that's the problem. But I don't think the the crowd would be would be the same kind of hype crap you would find other places. Yeah. What what building did they? Uh, run I don't think they... there's. So go on, they man. ran in the in the Royal Arena, named after the the beer, not the royal family, uh, <laughs> in Copenhagen. How many does that hold? Uh, oh, I don't know actually. I can look it Let up. Me just. I got the power yeah, of the internet. Royal Arena, Denmark. It's a trademark of my podcast. Just looking stuff up. Uh, it holds. Oh, I, go on, man. It holds twenty. It holds thirteen thousand it, people. It's pretty good. Yeah. I guess it must hold a bit more for a wrestling match because people can be on the floor, but yeah, I don't yeah. know. Uh, but and there you go. That sums it up. They're going to places they think. Hence the whole Jinder Mahal experiment. Uh, they thought they could make money yeah. in India, but it didn't work. So, no, I don't think they will be doing anything in the UK anytime soon. Not to say they wouldn't, but I don't think it's going to happen uh, anytime uh, quickly. Lee Morris, how would you book Matt Hardy from here on onwards if you wanted to move him out of the mid-card role, mid role and make him a main event star? Do you think it's possible with Matt Hardy and his popularity? I think it's possible, and I think Matt Hardy is vastly underrated, but I don't think WWE see him in that role whatsoever, so it's never going to happen. With that said, I am very excited about the ultimate deletion, which instantly leads me to talk to you, uh, Emil. What the <laughs> hell do you think? I mean, did, did you see any of the I broken have, Matt Hardy I stuff? have seen absolutely nothing of it. R- right, so, so what on earth? Because my, my problem with the Matt Hardy character <laughs> now is because they haven't told the story well enough, if you haven't seen what he did in TNA, you have absolutely no, you can't have any clue as I to have, what in the hell is going on. I have no idea. I just know it was popular <laughs> and that it was, uh, that it was apparently really good. So what I would do, as I don't know a lot about it, I would give Matt Hardy control and then just see what he did, basically. I, well, I agree, because it's so out there. So what? right now, if I said to you, Emil, who is Woken Matt Hardy, how would you explain him to me? Describe Woken Matt Hardy to me. <laughs> he laughs a lot, and he's a bit... <laughs> He's a bit. Uh, he seems a bit mentally disturbed. That's that's the that's, the, that's what I'd say. And and what and what do you what do you uh, uh, what's his story? Like, why is he crazy? Do you have any idea? I I have no idea. Yeah, so I, so I, so. I I sincerely don't know. Yeah, they they really dropped the ball with that. I don't. I, I to this. I don't. It's like it's a bit like the Bray Wyatt thing. It's almost like they were like, well, people will figure it out. No, they won't. They won't. WWE. You got to tell a story on your television. <laughs> So strange. Uh, Josh, Josh Tilbury, would you say that WWE have forgotten when they brought Rusev to the main roster? They had him on this long unbeaten streak. Now he can just lose to anyone. Of course they've forgotten that. They've forgotten everything when it comes to Rusev. I don't even know if they like him. It makes no sense to me that. But yeah, they've forgotten that. That is true as well. Rusev was... Pro- don't forget he held that US championship for ages. And he arrived at WrestleMania 30 or whatever it was on a damn tank. And now he's not even booked in a. He's booked in a match. Actually, on that note, do you, do you, have you do? You, I, this is a stupid question, but do you have? The, I assume the WWE Network has made it to Denmark and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah definitely. Def- yeah, yeah, definitely. So, do you watch NXT um, and stuff like that? Uh, I haven't watched NXT recently. Um, uh, I don't know why. I just use my time on other things, I guess. But uh, I have. I have. I have it right here on my phone, so I could just watch it at any time, but I, I don't really. No, I, I get like that. Some weeks I just don't watch it because I don't have the time. Sometimes it's just too much wrestling in a day. 
and I need a, I need, I need a break from it. Uh, Lee Fallins, what would be your realistic dream match for next year's WrestleMania? I would like five hours of Adam Cole because he is amazing. Well, I tell you this, my prediction for WrestleMania 35, which, by the way, was announced to be a MetLife Stadium in New York as we're recording this, or New Jersey, I have a huge feeling that their plan, it may not go this way, is to main event WrestleMania 35 in New York with Ronda Rousey versus Asuka for the WWE Women's Championship. Oscar will still be undefeated. Obviously, Rousey's whole thing was undefeated. And it will be the first women's uh, match to headline of WrestleMania ever. They'll get an incredible amount of publicity for it. I think that's why they're going to New York. That would be my prediction. Uh, not necessarily a dream match for me, but I think that is the plan uh, for WWE next year. If you think they can keep themselves from ending Asuka Street streak well, before that they the, don't get tempted <laughs> that's the question probably not but I, I do think that's the plan <laughs> otherwise i mean yeah hopefully adam cole would be on that card uh, the authors of pain hopefully drew mcintyre's back by then obviously nakamura stars all those guys it should be really good next year and mills anything you'd like to see in a year's time any wrestlers you kind of got oh, I, I, it's hard to say because the <sighs> It really depends on what they do with them, whether it would be a good match. So it's hard to say I want this stream match because it really depends on the build. And I don't know the build before I know who's going to have the match. I so. true, yeah. You, you know, there are certain pairings you can put together. That if you come up with a good storyline yeah. around it, I may surprise. I mean, oh, I didn't know I'd wanted that. But actually, now you're giving it to me because you built it so well. I'm actually quite excited about it. Yeah. And me, as I haven't watched for that long, I, I, I don't have anyone where I'm thinking... These two I haven't seen before. I really want these two people going. Um, well, actually, I had AJ Styles and Nakamura, but that's happening now. So that's... <laughs> I, tell, so, I tell you what I would like. If, if, if next year is Undertaker's last match, I would like Undertaker versus AJ Styles. Just because I would be blown away that AJ Styles, this TNA guy, was in the ring with the Undertaker. That would blow my mind. That would, that would be awesome, yeah. yeah. I would then, like that. Uh, David Ayers, I already know the answer to this. Who has a better chance of being the next Stone Cold, Adam Cole or Seth Rollins? Neither of them, because they won't have the freedom that Stone Cold Steve Austin had. But that's good, because Emil, what on earth is your opinion on Stone Cold Steve Austin? <laughs> um, <laughs> from what little I know, he, um, he seems like a character that that uh, just hit the right place at the right time. Um, he seems like he was just, he was a hardcore, uh, no bullshit character in a time that was a hardcore, no bullshit time, as far as I understand. So I, I don't know how, how well he would have fit in today, but he seems like he just hit the right place at the right time. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think he'd always fit in. I think uh, he, he, to me, he is just uh, an absolute hero when it comes to pro wrestling. Um, Again, I haven't watched that much of him, of course, so I, I, I don't... I love that, though. It's, it's awesome, dude. You're, you're finding your own way. That makes me happy. Uh, Josh Tucker. Thoughts on the rumors that Zayn and Owens will be in the Andre Giant Battle Royal? Well, they're not. So we know, we know that now. <laughs> they will be taking on, potentially, Braun Strowman by himself, or maybe Braun Strowman with a tag team partner. I mean, if Braun Strowman has a tag team partner, Emil, who would you like it to be? Because I, I can't think of anybody. Oh. Someone said Elias. It better not be Elias. That makes no sense. They had, he dropped a piano on him. But uh, yeah, I, don't, I, I, <laughs> I, I can't see who you come up with that makes sense to team with Braun Strowman. The only thing I could see Elias going in would be... Braun Strowman intimidating him into saying you're just coming here and then he just stands on the apron for the whole match and Braun Strowman beats the bar alone well, just so good. that it, they count as a tag team 
That is quite good. I quite like that. If they do it that way, that would be fine. But, but then why Braun Strowman's going to be like, I don't need any help. I'm flipping Braun Strowman. Yeah. Uh, and the last, last question, although then I have a little discussion I want to have with you quickly, which we'll do, Emil. Uh, Nezar asks, why do you hate The Rock? I do hate The Rock. Because I believe, I think The Rock is a smart man. And I think he deserves all his success. But I also think he's a PR machine. And I think some people don't realize that. And that's why I hate The Rock. However, Amir, I'm yeah, just, well, I just think he, he, he takes advantage of the opportunities, as he should do as a man in the public uh, space that's trying to earn money and stuff. But I just, uh, yeah, I don't think he's, well, anyway, anyway. But I guess to, for you, you probably see The Rock as more of a movie star than a wrestler. Actually, no, because uh, the first time I heard of, heard of him was from the video game that i played okay. when i was so i've i've always seen him actually as a wrestler first even though i haven't seen him that much in, on tv or anything do you like his movies haven't watched that many of them <laughs> uh i can't actually think of one that i have watched <laughs> i have, to be honest i've seen a few of them they're all right he's all right the rock i don't i don't mind him really he's fine he's fine but um Oh, I've now forgotten my question. That's what I was going to ask you, right? Okay, so the rumor going into WrestleMania 34 is that we're not, we are getting John Cena versus The Undertaker, but it may be the American badass version of The Undertaker where he rides a bike and does mm. all that kind of stuff. Now, I'm, yeah. going, I'm going to go on record right now. I hate that idea. I hated the American badass version of The Undertaker because I was, you know, I'm an old man. I was brought up the dead man version. So it's very difficult for me to buy in to that version because to me, it just, it just shattered what my belief. Um, what my belief was but i mean you've, you mentioned the undertaker early on and that's someone you are familiar with what is your opinion on him or, uh, or, 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 or going in that direction and having maybe kid rock sing his theme and all that kind of stuff um i think i think i would want to see him in the dead man gimmick because he had you know you can argue whether the the american badass gimmick was good or bad or whatever i'm I don't know much about that, but I know that it would be a bit weird. Then he's uh, he's gone back to the dead man gimmick, and now he's and then he suddenly comes out as the American badass. But I don't know. It would be a good way to have some PR for Kid Rock, I guess. So, <laughs> do you uh, do you think it would tie into last year's WrestleMania? The, the only thing that I. Um... I uh, sort of understand is because he left his costume in the ring. If he then comes out as the other version, that kind of works. But I still don't like oh, it. Oh yeah, okay. I don't know if it works, but of course it it may, it may, it's it's an excuse for bringing him back. I guess. <laughs> um, How do you feel about him coming back after last year? Do you think it's a mistake? I, I I'm going to be honest. I shed a tear after that no, send off. So yeah, I would yeah. I'm actually actually although I do want to see him fight John Cena I, I I still think that that send-off was they can I don't know anything they can do to top that send-off and it's a bit sad that they're bringing him back and not just letting him retire yeah I'm with you uh, I'm with you I, uh, I, I agree I think it's very difficult yeah. well we will see well that's he was it always so go on man uh, he was always my favorite character in the game and when I started wrestling watching it again and just the, always the, the chance of seeing him was the big thing and him going even though i haven't followed him for a long time that was just that was heart-wrenching actually <laughs> yeah, no dude look man when, you, when your favorite wrestler like i was at wrestlemania 24 and when rick flair sort of went away 
that was yeah, it's a big deal. I felt it. I absolutely felt it, man. So I completely understand where you're coming from. That's what wrestling's all about, man. It's all about connecting emotionally. And I think uh, when when they can get that right, I think that's why we watch it. Because I think, wow, this actually means more to me than I thought it would do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, that is all the questions, Emil. That is all the stuff that people have asked. Again, a new thread will be going up soon. Just search for Simon's Pro Wrestling Podcast on the Facebook group. And please ask all your questions. Uh, make sure you check out the other episode this week that went up probably yesterday when I get this live. And look, I mean, we're on the road to WrestleMania. Are you excited about WrestleMania, Emil? Do you think it's been a good build so far? Do you think 34 is going to be a good uh, one? I think it's going to be a good one. That's my uh, that's my take on it. I think it's going to be a good one. I think you've built some good things. Uh, and of course, with 14 matches, there are going to be some dots. That's <laughs> just what's going to happen. But I think it's going to be a good one all, all in all. Well, I, I guess the match you're looking forward to the most is Styles Nakamura. Uh, yeah, yeah, most definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. I think so. I think that, Cena Undertaker, I'm intrigued about. I'm intrigued to see what they do with Ronda Rousey, but, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I think it'll be good. I'm actually quite excited for the build. A lot of people said that on the podcast, uh, the most, I, was, I was overly negative. I was just playing devil's advocate. I was just trying to come up with <laughs> different ways to look at it, but I'm, neg- I'm, never, ne- I'm never negative. That's all I'll, that's all I'll say. Uh, is there anything else you want to throw out there into the pro wrestling sphere before we, uh, before we move on to, to different things? No, I think it's fine. I think it's- well, you've done it. Good. I'm glad. That means that we ticked all the boxes. I'll take that. <laughs> awesome. Well, Emil, I want to thank you very much for joining me today. Uh, thank you very much for answering all the questions for me. And of course, thank you very much for supporting me as much as you do. It means the world. No problem. I appreciate it. And also, keep in touch because you've got a very unique on wrestling. And I love that. I love to know, uh, I love to know what people are thinking. But uh, if you're out there and you want to come on, again, it's patreon.com forward slash Simon316. I'm fo- Actually, well, I said this the other day. I am on Twitter at Simon316, but I'm taking a bit of a social media break. And it may be the best thing I've ever done in my life. But we will see, uh, we will see what happens with that. Still, I am there. Mention the Facebook group, youtube.com forward slash the middle report rules. If you would like to watch this on, uh, on, uh, uh, on YouTube, you can do that. Uh, Rock React, search for that on YouTube. A new reaction channel I'm doing with my mate, John Denton. And yeah, I think I think that's everything. Emil, thank you very much again. Thank you. And yeah, we will be back next week.